0: This is Front and Centre on Perth's Football
1: Leader, 6pm. Yeah, we know it's hot, so that's why you should just stay indoors and turn on the radio. Stay listening to Front and Centre with Brad and Haggers through until midday. Give us a call, join in, 922 11882. Let's go out into the household of Justin Langer. It's a massive day for the Langer household out there. Haggers, good day, JL. Hey, Brad. Hey, Haggers.
0: You're celebrating the win. Oh yeah, it's been a great series. I'm also celebrating a 21st birthday <laughs> today, so um, it's been a great couple of series for the Australian cricket team and it's nice to be, have played in Perth last night and then to be home for a few days which is always nice.
2: Is that by coincidence or are you celebrating the 21st when you happen to be passing through Perth?
0: No, one of the, one of the sacrifices of my job I guess for the last 20 years is you miss a lot of birthdays, but it's actually uh, my daughter's birthday today and another one on Monday so it's wow. nice to be here for
1: it uh, Happy birthday to both of them Hey, JL unfortunately we, we caught in the news Nick Maddenson not coming across for Australia A this mental illness thing is becoming a almost an epidemic in sports people
0: Yeah it's amazing isn't it Brad it's sort of um, it's a new part of the world we live in I think it's prevalent in our whole society Not just with sports people So we obviously heard a lot about it through the AFL season Now we're seeing it I only found out about it when we were bowling last night Actually in the, the first inning So our thoughts are with Nick uh, He's a terrific young player And he's a good young bloke So our uh, thoughts are with him
2: Just stay with that I suppose Because it'll extend into how much you might be able to tell us Where Glenn Maxwell is uh, as a latest Justin if you can But how much how high up the sort of chain, the pecking order, would a player need to be before the Australian coach actually joins in with discussions with a Nick Madsen or Glenn Maxwell? Now, they're close to you, I guess, but around the state scene and so on, how, how, how high up and how close to Australian selection would they need to be before you join in talking and re motivating and helping the guy through his counselling?
0: Yeah, in this case, Nick was going to be here for the Australian A game mm. this week in Perth. So, um, so that means he's close. If he's getting picked for the Australian A team, he's had an unbelievable time uh, with his batting since he moved to Victoria. So um, we'll certainly be in touch with him. Uh, it was the same with Will Pekoski last year. He came into the Test team, and it was at that stage we we realised how serious his his um, position was. So uh, or his troubles were. So obviously we keep an eye on him. We get to know most of the guys coming through or what's happening in state land. But certainly in this case, he's so close, so um, we'll, we'll definitely be close to it.
1: JL, besides obviously getting a mountain of runs, Nick Madison, I mean, it's an interesting uh, subject because a couple of years ago, he couldn't even get a contract at New South
0: Wales. Where has he improved? Where has this dramatic improvement come from? Well, he also played for Australia, so he came in quite young. Everyone recognises his talent. He's got huge talent. And it's, uh, to be frank, it's part of the journey they go through, whether they get... Contracted with New South Wales or the Australian team, they usually come in and they get dropped and go through some hard periods. It's the ones who fight back that you're interested in, and he's certainly one of those. He he made the move from New South Wales to Victoria. He's uh, he's scored a mountain of runs for Victoria, opening the batting too, which is you'd imagine a bit out of position, but that's a good sign. I've always said that if you bat in the top three in Shield cricket, mm. you can bat anywhere in the Test team. So he's done well. He's uh, I like to see guys like that that character that fight back from. Adversity.
2: Well, he's had a near on four hundred run start to this Sheffield Shield season, including a century. So he, that that's a setback. I did mention Glenn Maxwell. Is there much you can tell us there as a latest, Justin?
0: Oh no, just that he's having he's having a bit of time away. He's became apparent during the T20 series that he, he wasn't himself, there's no doubt about that. So he's, he's getting great service at the moment with, through the doctors and the psychologists and uh, we're very hopeful he'll be back sooner rather than later.
2: Is some of his concerns burnout? He'd had a pretty heavy sort of, well, particularly 12 months, perhaps even about 18 months.
0: Yeah, I think so. I think we're going to be very aware of that. Um, you yeah, know, I think probably said to you guys a few weeks ago in the Australian or the cricket schedule it literally doesn't stop it's not like a footy season we have a, a pre-season and then you have a big footy season and everyone takes a breath for a while yeah. and we've just come off five months of wet World Cup and ashes and something like Glenn McGraw World Cup and county cricket and he comes straight back into it on the back of playing for a couple of years so there's no doubt there's there's Degrees of burnout in some of the players
1: JL, you're on the record and it's been well documented There's a couple of spots available for the first test Up there in Brisbane Is it specific? Is it an opener and Someone who can bat down the order or Not
0: necessarily? Oh, we've just got to find that, I said in the press Last night, we're always looking, we've seen it in our T20 cricket, we've seen it in our one day cricket That we're looking for the best Players who, who play a role For us and also the best best people To fit into the team so Uh, It's certainly an Australia A game on this week week in Perth at the stadium. There's some shield cricket going on. Mm. We we can't possibly just pick it on the form of one game. I mean, we've seen guys for over a number of years. We'll look at how they've played over a number of years in first-class cricket and test cricket. We'll look at how they've done the last few months, what happened in England, and this will be another chance for them to put their best foot forward this week.
2: Do you have any influence in how New South Wales finalised their team for Monday. So we've got the Australia A game here against Pakistan a day-nighter at the stadium, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday is WA New South Wales at the SCG. Do you have much influence on Stark, Cummins, Hazelwood, whether all three or a group of them, some of them will play or not against WA?
0: Oh, we do. We all, we all work closely together. The mm-hmm. Guys like that, it's very clearly mapped out and planned, so they're best prepared for the first test match. So mm-hmm. You would have noticed that, Josh Hazelwood didn't play the first Shield game or two Shield games. Pat Cummins the same. He'll come back into so it's mapped out really well. And we look for win-win situations with uh, with New South Wales and and with us because it's in everyone's best interest that they're fit and healthy. So we do in that regard with the fast bowlers. But in terms of we let all the states go about their. I think you remember. Mm. Uh, Aaron Finch last year opening the batting and not opening the batting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not, it's none of my business what they do in state land, but we try and work as closely as possible together.
1: It's, this is not a criticism, but obviously the crowds have been a little underwhelming. I mean, how do you combat that as coach to make sure everybody's in the right zone to um, to continue to do their best? Because I suppose 18 months ago you were playing in front of in the UAE in front of virtually no one.
0: Oh, man. and look at, you look at it around the world. You watch the New Zealand-England game yesterday mm-hmm. in New Zealand. It wasn't a huge crowd. It's, in Australia, it's this time of the year as well. Kids are still at school. Um, we're just rolling out of a footy season. Um, but you know, last night, the crowd it started off a bit slow. Probably the timing was a bit a 4.30 start. We might have pushed it back an hour. But the crowds were pretty good last night at the stadium for... Um, you know, I was really happy with that. Um, but that, that's out of our control. We just keep putting a good product on the park in the way we're playing and the way we go about it and, you know, the, the crowds will soon come back and watch.
2: Justin, I've used the expression, uh, and it's probably fating you in a lot of ways, that you seem to be developing some good depth. Since you've taken over the Australian rebuild on the back of what happened in South Africa, it appears to me that you're getting a depth. You, with the squad mentality in a lot of ways, uh, what's your views on how your depth of potential performers across all three formats of the game is growing?
0: My well, strong philosophy from the start, Hags, was to get back to how it used to be in Australian cricket where it's really hard to get into the side. It's it's very competitive. The guys in the team, they can't... There can be no mediocre performances. There's mm. guys banging hard on the door. There's there's so much talent in Australian cricket. I mean, it, we're, we're really lucky for that. But the trick is to get the right um, balance of the team players and also the, the talent. So... Um, And in the case we've got at the moment, we've got both, we've got great team players and great talent. So that's how it should be. Competition's healthy. I love it. It's always the, the foundation of Australian cricket for as long as I can remember. And it's really nice to see that it's hard to get into the Australian cricket team now
2: would love to talk to you for ages, but you've got things to do, and we promise not to keep you for too long. But can I ask you just something about Dave Warner? Because during your Ashes series, uh, you know, I was watching it from a long way away. weren't at the ground, naturally, here back home. And I sensed that his technique could open up a bit. He was very vulnerable to big Stewie Broad just getting at him from around the wicket. What sort of value does Dave Warner get out of now at the start of your home summer having such a good T- T20 series ahead of going back into test cricket now?
0: Well, even leading into the Ashes, he was the leading run scorer in the IPL and the World Cup, mm-hmm. so he, he was in great shape. He, he, yeah, we could think about it maybe technically about how he played against Stuart Floyd. In my view, having played and been in his shoes, it was more a mental thing that he sort of let him get in his head, but he started thinking about... He smiled to me yesterday as he walked off the ground, and he said, it's amazing, innit, it, coach, when you stand still and watch the ball close... How the game changes And I just smile Because that's the essence of what great players do So uh, he'll work it out I've got no doubt I've been very public about that He's a terrific player He's brilliant around the group he's, he's a, He actually provides plenty of humour Believe it or not around the group So um, he's doing well And we're hopeful he comes good this summer Because he's important for us winning Test cricket uh,
1: Jay as we'll let you go um, Ashton Turner's on the record as saying He feels as though the new Optus Stadium wicket Is the best to bat on in Australia
0: Oh, it's amazing! Last night was great. It's not only great to bat on, but it's just you see the pace and bounce there. I mean Mitchell Stark, who he was swinging the ball, his bowling fast. Billy Stanlake, Alex Carey was taking him over his head. Pakistan had a couple of young teenage quicks. It was just it's just exciting cricket to watch. Like we've always known at the Whacker, Um and it was the same in the test match against India last year. I just love it. I think there's good pace and bounce. We were worried about that with the drop-in wicket, but they've certainly got it right at the moment, and let's hope that continues for a long time.
2: And just before you go then, just run through your test team again. Just give us that one this morning. Uh, good try,
0: Hags. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got three more sleepless nights. I was actually driving home we had a nice, the, the T20 size going really well yeah. when I was driving home from the stadium. It was like old times sake, actually. It was beautiful driving back home after a game at the stadium. And I started then thinking, wow, I'm going to pick the test team in three days. <laughs> it's relentless. It doesn't stop, but I'm sure we'll get it right.
2: Well, and just on that, I think it's next Thursday, the test team for the start of the summer to play Pakistan. Will you be in Perth or does that get done on the East Coast with yourself and or uh, Trevor Holmes or whatever?
0: No, it'll be in Perth. We've got this Australia A yeah. game on. Trevor is going to fly over on Wednesday, or Tuesday or Wednesday. I watch the last game together, and we'll pick it on Wednesday night.
1: Good on you, Justin. Thanks for your time, mate. Really appreciate it. Happy birthday to the two young ladies. And uh, 21, eh? So uh, we know Sue's younger than you, but makes you feel old, I
0: suppose. Mate, you told me about Last time we spoke, you talked about my hair falling Yeah, That's one of the reasons, Brad. It's the stress of the job. I've got three teenage... daughters. Do- oh, i actually I've got four teenage daughters isn't it? A- a 22 and a 21 year old now, so I'm, uh, it's fair. My hair's falling out. So I'm actually, and, uh, believe it or not, I am getting old, and there is a few stresses in my life on and off the
2: field. Well, we just had a phone call from an off-air caller saying, uh, "Not looking forward to Dad's speech tonight."
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't really have to make many speeches. So, um, I don't do much public speeches. So this one should be a tough one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, the next SMS you receive will be Shane Warne's number, mate. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, enough of that. <laughs> <See> <laughs> thanks, you JL. Justin. All the best. hey uh, you, guys. Thanks.